right. The kids are in bed and we finally have some time to ourselves. And you know what that means? It's time for another episode of Bonding Over Books. How are you doing tonight, sweetheart? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a warm, uh, a warm week. Uh, it's been more than a week since our last episode, but I blame that on Father's Day. Indeed. Um, speaking of Father's Day, before we get right into uh, this week's topic, we, uh, I have some some uh, return and report. I, I, I have some follow up from the challenge that we issued to me at the end of the last podcast about hosting an event for other friends and guys, which was one of my fears that I still needed to overcome. And did you? I did. I did. I came up with uh, a theme that I felt like I could get uh, genuinely excited about and passionate about. Uh, So I called it the Great Father's Day Mouth Off. And the whole prompt was, hey, guys, we all know that, like, nobody does voices like we do voices when we read out loud. Like, you know, we know our kids love you know, our funny voices that we do. And so I made a little YouTube video uh, that was kind of a, a pitch to, to give the idea of what the, uh, the party, the event was all about. Um, and I encouraged my friends to uh, make videos of themselves reading out loud to their kids in funny voices. Um, and I was, I was pretty tickled with some of the, the videos that people made. I also made one. And, uh, of course, we had a giveaway for, um, uh, and, and in order to be entered in the drawing, uh, you had to make a video. Um, so my buddy Michael won the prize, which was uh, a copy of the uh, Thor graphic novel, the, the Usborne graphic classics. What's, and did what's you deliver that to him? I I need to do that. I was going to on the night where we like play Dungeons and Dragons together, but we've still been social distancing, and so I didn't actually see him in person. So I will deliver that to him tomorrow. That's that's my next box. So were you were you maybe like putting that off when you could have delivered it? You know, I am sure I was. I I have been not using my time as wisely as I could. Ah. Uh, which I feel like is going to be relevant uh, for this week's topic. Indeed. I feel like that is the perfect lead up to today's topic. Indeed. Which is. Good segue, sweetheart. Uh, The topic this week is top five time wasters, right? Correct. All right. So what inspired, because you, you picked out this topic. So Holly, tell me about what you think inspired you to, uh, to want to share this with other especially UBAM consultants? Um, I feel like a lot of time can be poured into this business that's not income producing Mm -hmm. because you're just playing business Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. not actually doing business. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to take time to think about what I have done in the past, what I'm currently doing, and see where I could actually use my time better. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I have a couple of entries in this list as well. And, and I thought, you know, especially for, for other UBAM couples listening to this or just, 
you know, husband's wanting to be supportive or, you know, husband is the consultant and the wife wants to be supportive. Just from, from the perspective of, you know, a, a partner who wants to be supportive to the, the main person in the business, uh, there were a couple of things that I really wanted to be helpful, but the time spent on it was not the wisest of investments. So, yeah, I feel like hopefully that'll be helpful for that, too. All right. Well, well, as always, will you will you start us off? I will. The first time waster is playing book organizer. It's really fun to play with the books. And I really like to organize all the books so I can see them. And, and part of that is good. But when you do it over and over and you're like, oh, no, I want to I want to organize it by color. <laughs> I, I want to organize it by uh, size of the book. Side, side note, I hate oversized books. <laughs> uh, if they don't fit on the shelf the right way, eh, not staying in my house. Right. Well, um, especially like if they won't fit in the in the boxes. Yes. That yes, we yes. use to to take to the events. Yeah. So, yes. So just organizing the books, um, over and over unnecessarily can be a big time waster because it it's easy to get drawn in because they're so pretty, and then I want to read them and it it takes up a lot of time if you let it. Can Can I tell you a couple of things that I think have helped to step away from that because I've noticed you haven't been doing that as much as, as you used to, um, which is probably one of the reasons why it made it on this list. But uh, two things that I think uh, have helped. Um, one is because you've gotten so good at recognizing what books are going to work well for which events during the busy season, like you don't even put all of the books back onto the bookshelf. Like you will just have the book set aside by, oh, here are the boxes that are going to this event. Here are the boxes that are going to that event. And so, you know, because the books aren't, they're not even organized by, oh, well, all the same books are together. They're organized by which event they're meant for. I feel like that, you know, has, has often, uh, helped with those book book organizing tendencies. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other one I think is just uh, having the barcode scanner for the inventory. Because mm -hmm. I, I feel like one of the, the draws to having the, the organization is, oh, well, that way I know that my inventory is correct because I can always go back and, you know, quickly check, you know, and, and double check that, that, the, um, that the quantities are all correct and everything. Well, I, I think those help, but I think... What really helps mm -hmm. me is just finally having an organized organizational system that works for me, so oh. I can look really easily and see what I have, because so I is... always know. Okay, these are the where the baby books go. These mm -hmm. are where my chapter books go, etc. So, so can, I can see at a glance. Can you give us just a a, a quick? overview of, of how you organize them? Like, let me ask this. Do you think that the way that you organize them is, uh, can be duplicated by other people listening to this? Sure. Okay. So what's your general system? Cause I gener I genuinely don't know. This isn't like me asking oh, okay. to like prompt you. This is, I, I see the books on the bookshelf. Uh, they are obviously neat and organized and I admire you for that, but I don't know what the system is. Okay. Uh, it's separated with books for babies and toddlers mm -hmm. then another section is picture books mm 
Um, and then for my chapter books, I try to organize them from youngest to oldest readers. Okay. Um, there's a section for Spanish books, and then I do activity books. Again, I try to sort them youngest to oldest. And then same with nonfiction, youngest to oldest. So I can just see what's there really easily. If I have multiple copies, I only try to have one copy on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And if I have like a giant series, like, oh, let's say um, Bear Girls Adventure Books, I'll just have one of those out. So I know mm. I have some of them. And okay. I know where they are in boxes where if I need to get out and find out exactly which ones I have. Nice. I See, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that uh that you only kept one copy of it on on the shelves um but that does make sense and i think it makes a lot of sense that that you do have organized basically by audience Mm -hmm. um yeah well because most of the time if i'm selling a book from home Mm -hmm. it's because somebody says hey i'm going to a birthday party it's for a seven-year-old and so i can easily say okay here's one fiction here's one nonfiction, and one activity book Mm -hmm. because that's Mm -hmm. generally how people shop Right. Yeah. They, they, they're shopping for a person. They're usually not shopping for a title or, mm-hmm. a, or a specific subject. It's usually, oh, here, I have a person in mind. All right. All right. Do you want to tell uh, us your first time waster? I will. Yes. Uh, and it's not just my wordiness and love of talking. That's just a general life time waster. <laughs> uh, no. So... Uh, it is the Bond with Books website. Um, and uh, let me tell you how this all started was when you were leaving your contact information uh, with different people. I was like, oh, you know, you're, you're currently using, I can't remember if it was your Gmail account or, or Yahoo, but I was like, oh, you know, man, it, it would really be great if, you know, you could have an email address that just, you know, looked a little bit more uh, professional or was just, you know, eye-catching and, and something easy to remember. Um, and so I started looking at, you know, being able to purchase a website domain so that you could have your own custom uh, email address. And uh, we ended up with holly at bondwithbooks.com, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that's good because that's the web, <laughs> that's the email address of people. Um but yeah, and, and it could have ended there because I think that that actually has been valuable, right? I, like having I think that it has. I, I do address. like right. having that email address. Right. I, I, I think it's been great. And it could have stopped there, except I had this irrational worry that like, oh, well, if people see that that's your email address, there are going to be some people like me who see an email address domain and are like, oh, well, I'm just going to visit the website. Uh, for that like I'm just going to type in www.bondwithbooks.com because obviously if they've got that email address they must own that domain and I want to see you know what's there and so I was like well obviously we need to create a website for bondwithbooks.com and it you know so it's got your picture on there and it's got you know your your uh, a statement from you and I did a lot of work to make sure that all of the branding and the colors was you know uh was in line with the uh, the UBAM branding guidelines. You got me the PDF, the official PDF with all those uh, rules and and suggestions and everything. And it uh, looks did really my best pretty. to match. It does. It looks nice. I have not kept it up to date. And Ever. It really hasn't done any 
like I mean, nobody has ever used the the contact Never. form on there. Not a single um, time in four years. Right. Uh, so, you know, again, I wanted to be helpful, and it was just me thinking that oh, well, everybody else is going to behave the way that I <laughs> behave when when getting you know an email or yeah when getting an email address and even then I hardly ever do that like it's only when I'm wondering like oh this email address I just got is this like a legit person but you're obviously legit because all of your content is awesome so yeah so if anybody listening to this goes to bondwithbooks.com pretty sure the website's still there uh, but hasn't been updated since like the night I created it Indeed. And poured all that work and time and effort. And, and I, I like tried to keep it up. Sort of, And when I say tried, I mean, I felt bad about not keeping it up. Like <laughs> I, I invested more emotional energy <laughs> into like my regret. Um, so by now I've kind of let go of that. And this I feel like is the final parting of like, hey, I'm not feeling guilty for you anymore. So I everybody listen to this. I want you to you. give a wave to that website goodbye goodbye Goodbye. you still exist but you will never be updated because you're a time waster (laughs) (laughs) i don't know maybe uh, i will say this maybe i will find the tools to update the website so that i can at least add a link to our podcast on there maybe so i'm not gonna hold my breath though yeah no please don't you will suffocate so All right. How about you give us your next Okay, um, my next is pouring time and training and more time and more training into people who join my team as a recruit but don't really want to work the business. Mm-hmm. In fact, some people will buy a kit and then never, ever buy another book again they don't want to sell books they don't want to buy books they don't want to have a party they don't answer a single message from me again but I don't want to just like leave them hanging so I want to send them you know emails and messages and give them a phone call and make sure they know that I'm here to cheerlead for them and help them because mm-hmm. this business is really awesome and if they gave it a chance they could earn money and and trips and get cool books for their kids and they just don't want to do it but they don't just come out and say no thanks mm-hmm. <laughs> so just constantly you know trying to figure out that line of like is this person busy is this person just needing a push um should I just let it go? That, that's been a definitely been a time waster. Yeah, and and it's and and that's a tough one, right? Because like you never it we feel bad when we feel like we're giving up on people, right? Right. But sometimes you're right, and so we 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 definitely want to feel like well, if if it's just a matter of them not feeling supported enough, mm-hmm. or you know, if they, if it's just that they don't have enough training to feel confident in it. Well, you know, I, I want to be there for them. But at the same time, you know, you can only tell them that you're there for them so much. Like you can only give them so much access to training materials. And I almost feel like, you know, it would be helpful to have some kind of um, 
not a test, but like, hey, here is the the lowest possible hurdle to go over. Like, hey, here's a link to a YouTube video that gives you like a, a quick little overview. Why, you know, that's so easy. And yet if, you know, if they're not willing to do that, it's like, okay, well, obviously there are other things going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, that, that can be a tricky one. Well, and sometimes people, will, it seems like people will kind of like lead me on. Like mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. they want to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Or they'll watch a lot of trainings or come to a lot of trainings or ask like tons and tons of questions and then like still never have a party or never sell a sure. book. Sure, yeah. But they're constantly like coming to trainings. And I'm thinking, why are you coming to training again? Right, you have right, been to right. this new consultant training six times. You know, are you just here looking for friendship? Because I have definitely got a ton of friendship out of this business. That's one of the things I love about it is I have great friends now. But uh, I don't know. Does the friendship come when you're not actually working together? It makes well, it feel really weird. Yeah. Well, and, and I guess part of me wonders um, if, um, I mean, because not only do you feel bad when you feel like you've given up on somebody, but you know, I know that I feel bad when I feel like I have given up on something that, you know, I, I do think sounds great, but when I have to recognize, hey, this thing is cool, I don't have the mental bandwidth or, you know, the, the, just the time in my life to, to be able to devote mm-hmm. to this thing. Um, or like, hey, I've already got a few things going on in life where I'm kind of taking a risk and I just don't want to take one more risk where, you know, I could, I could fail. Um, so I think that sometimes people lead you on because they're leading themselves on, you know, they, they don't want to, uh, they are trying to tell themselves, Hey, if I just keep going through the motions, eventually I will have primed the pump and, and I'll be ready to, to go for it. Um, I'll just say, I always appreciate it when somebody says, I've, I'm busy. I don't want to do this right now. I've changed my mind. I just want to be a customer or no thank, thanks, but no thanks. If they just let me know, then mm-hmm. that's totally okay. It, you know, it, I'm de- not hurt or offended. I, I, you know, try to be very nice. Mm-hmm. Do, do you ever tell people that like just outright, like, Hey, you know, I, I do want to invite you to this thing. I also want you to this isn't the right time for you. If this, you know, if, if you've changed your mind, you can let me know. And, and that's, you know, we'll, we'll still be friends. Um, do you ever have that talk with people or, or do you feel like, Hey, it really needs to be that conversation needs to start from their end. Um, um, I don't know if I've ever had that conversation. I, I mean, I've definitely had the conversation with some people who are like, I'm thinking about not doing this. Like after they've been doing mm-hmm. it for a while, Mm-hmm. And like, you know, because normally by that time we are good friends and just like mm-hmm. weighing the pros and cons with them. And, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's, I think it's more about the people who like buy the kit and then just ignore me and don't, mm-hmm. you know, don't do anything. Mm-hmm. It's just so awkward. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And so that, that can be, yeah, that awkwardness can make it hard to start. Do you, do you think it's awkward on, on their end as well? Like. I mean, because I know as soon as I get a message from somebody and I haven't responded like within 12 hours, 
it only gets more and more awkward, you know, from that point on Mm -hmm. for me to finally be like, hey, listen, I know it's been six months since you sent me that message and I didn't respond to it, but I am finally responding because I was busy for the last six months. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I sometimes wonder if there is no, you know, golden... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just know that that awkwardness and and the social. I, I feel like our our culture has such a stigma against quitting. You know, it's it, like just saying the word feels so negative and final. Um, I don't know. Maybe we need to figure out a, a better word than quitting or giving up on it. Um, I don't think we, we need to do that in this podcast. So no, no, why we don't. Why don't we go to the next? That can be a follow up. So yes. what is the next time waster? Sure. So the next time waster is bending over backwards to try and make Facebook uh, work the way that it has before um, for the business. So I will lead it by saying when we first mm-hmm. starting the started this. What year did we start? 2018? No. Uh, I mean, you you know better than I. Uh, 2015. Right, because it's been five years now, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so when we first started it. Because we were still in California then. Yes. Yeah, so 2015. Okay. Uh, we were doing a lot of Facebook parties. That's pretty mm-hmm. much the way I definitely started for like the first year. Because mm-hmm. the kids were little, and so it was really hard for me to do anything else because I was stay-at-home mom with three little kids. So Facebook parties were really awesome in order to do that, but frequently Facebook would change the way things were done. Um, and so it would feel like we had a good thing going, a good thing going, and then all of a sudden the things you were doing were not working. So this one time, uh, David thought he had found like a workaround or something. And we had like this big training with lots of consultants, like probably a few hundred consultants got on this big training. Mm -hmm. We were really excited about it. It was really fun. Um, And then about two weeks later, Facebook changed their stuff again. (laughs) And nothing that we had trained about was working. That's right. Oh man, I'd forgotten that. Oh yeah, that was that was frustrating. Well, and yeah, it, it was a fun training, and 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 it was neat to be like, oh yeah, I I've I've worked in public relations, and I've done you know I've I've run uh, you know company Facebook pages for you know these past employers, and oh here's some great tricks, and then it's just like okay, well never mind to all of that. Um, sorry. And I remember, like, we got messages for a while, like, hey, uh, I'm, I'm trying to do this thing that you told us to do, and it's not working. And we're like, oh, no, I mean, that should totally be working. And then we found out, oh, no, they're right. That's, that doesn't work at all anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, just in, in terms of, like, being able to tag people and stuff, uh, being able to – just the way that you would show up on mm-hmm. people's Facebook uh, feeds totally. Changed. It used to be that you would just see people's messages, and now messages are hidden yeah. if you're not friends with people. So just like yeah. the way Facebook has changed so many times over the years, 
it's hard to keep up, especially now that I personally don't do a lot of Facebook mm-hmm. parties. I do mm-hmm. most of my business with school and libraries. And then when I do do parties, it's either, you know, live at somebody's house or with Squee. Trying to figure out stuff on Facebook can be really frustrating. And then I feel like I end up spinning my wheels a lot trying to figure out what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I will say that's not to say that Facebook is now uh, useless uh, to the business. I, I know that the the UBAM consultant group that you're part of where like the, the different resources are shared like that uh, inventory sheet that I use to update um, our inventory stuff and like access to the different branding things like you know there's there's still good networking among the the uban consultants right indeed and i still do have a a great vip page it's just very very different than it was right you know five years ago or even a year ago right and and i think that that's really the the key point of this time waster isn't that facebook itself is a waste of time but rather uh, oh isn't it (laughs) (laughs) but rather banking on Facebook to be a consistent part of your business because, you know, Facebook just gets to do whatever it wants to do. And it doesn't seem to have a whole lot of, you know, stake in keeping businesses happy. You know, it mostly wants to keep its, its users happy. Um, And so a, you know, trying to invest too much time into something that, you know, could just be disrupted easily or, spending a whole lot of time trying to figure out how to modify what you're doing to recreate the way that it used to work. Mm -hmm. I feel like is, yeah, was something that I know I spent a lot of time on and I know you spent a lot of time on, Oh, well, how do we get it to still do that behavior? And it's like, no, it's just let go. It's gone. (laughs) It's not going to do that. All right. right. You want to take us into number five? Indeed. So number five is continuing to do events that are not well attended or just are dead events. Now I'm going to use a very specific example here. A few years ago, I was invited to participate in like a, a city fair that happened once a month. <laughs> and it was free. That's right, I forgot. We're not naming names here. Right. It was a like free event. Mm-hmm. So I thought this would be a great opportunity to get out, be part of the community and sell some books. You know, maybe book some parties, maybe, you know, get to know people in the community. Except it was dead. Nobody mm-hmm. came like month after month after month. Like I would go. And it was mm-hmm. a long time, like four mm-hmm. or five hours, and there was n- people were not there. <laughs> right, so, right. Like the parking situation was terrible, mm-hmm. and the hours. Well, sometimes were the just kids weird. would have to go with you because uh-huh. I was still at work, and the kids were miserable. And yeah, they wanted us to set up at like three in the afternoon, and it was yeah difficult because the kids were getting out of school. And then just trying to keep them there the whole time. And then it didn't get over until like, I think nine o'clock or something. So it was just really long. But I kept thinking, oh, maybe the next time is going to be like the one, maybe the next one. And I should have just said, this isn't worth my time. 
I'm not coming back. I, I think there was part of that. I think there's also the fact that you, Holly, are a finisher. Mm, like, it's true. And, and, and at a certain point, I think you realize, hey, this, this is not worth it for us. But you kind of decided, okay, we're going to finish out this summer. You know, we're, we're going to finish out this chunk of time. And then we're just not going to, you know, sign up for it again mm-hmm. next year. Because, you know, they've, they've set aside the, the area for our, our booth. You know, we don't want to burn any bridges or, you know, uh, give somebody a, a bad impression of us or anything. And it's, you know, I, I think that that is a good quality to have. But at the same time, you know, how much time was wasted just to say, oh, well, we stuck it out. Yeah. You know, until the end when we could have just been like, no, our, this is not worth our time or the aggravation <laughs> to, the, to the children or just everything we're we're done here we're good um and i think that after that event you have been a lot better at calling it indeed and i feel like i have definitely learned the different kinds of events because sometimes people are going for the free stuff and sometimes people are going to shop Mm -hmm. and now i try to only do events where people are going to shop Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, I agree. It's because for a while there was a draw to like, oh, well, even if this is an event that, you know, could be kind of more on the slow side, at least it could be good networking. You know, I could get to mm-hmm. know more of the the school librarians or the, the local librarians or, you know, I, I could just be making contacts as far as like where to host a, you know, people who want to host a home party, even if they're not coming to buy when you know, rarely has that, you know, even when you do get a contact out of it, unless it's like actually a librarian or, oh, I'm in charge of this summer camp and we do all these things, you know, every once in a while there will be that contact. It's like, oh, that contact alone was worth the time for an entire event where, you know, there were no sales. Um, but yeah, I mean, these days you, you know, who the librarians are because you look them up like you very actively do that networking you know it, it, very little of the networking is you know people just by chance right just just walking by and and finding you so yep definitely focused on on those sales and when it comes to networking do it on purpose mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't just hope that the networking is gonna is gonna happen well, I believe that was number five. That was number five. And we are just slightly over the 30-minute mark, which I think is, is a pretty good place to, uh, to aim for. I think that's about where we were with our first episode. Indeed. Now, do we want to say our um, topic for next time? Absolutely. I was hoping you would, you would bring it up for us. Is that because you forgot what it was? I have not forgotten what it okay. was. Well, I think I know what it is. So I'm just okay. going to say it, and we're going to run with it. Okay. We are going to say the top five best-selling books that we have ever had. Yes, we are. For, yes, for our are. own personal business. Not yep. like overall for you, Bam, mm-hmm. but for us. Mm-hmm. That, was not the, that was not the top five that I had been thinking uh-huh. of. That, that is, but that is obviously what we are doing next week. Indeed it is. And when I say next week, I should say I'm hoping – like 
right now tonight it is it is Thursday night. I am planning that our next episode will be on Sunday so we get back on back on track. Yes, back on track. Indeed. All right. Got to set that precedent by uh, by episode number three. <laughs> well, this always has, uh, as always, just like last time, has been a lot of fun, and I feel more bonded uh, with you. Indeed. Love you, sweetie. And uh, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Um, and our follow up from this week is to figure out a better uh, a better way to phrase when it's not the right time to to be involved with with UBAM to to be selling books that isn't using the word quitting or giving up. So does does that sound like a fair sure. uh, takeaway for us? Okay, so we will follow up in the next episode on what we come up with came up with just like in today's episode we followed up on on last week with my uh my guys event the great father's day mouth off all right that was a lot of fun love you holly and uh thanks again everyone for listening bond over a book this week folks <laughs> indeed bye <laughs>